The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Take care not to perform righteous deeds in order that people may see them. Otherwise you have no recompense from your heavenly Father. When you give alms, do not blow a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, to win the praise of others. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right is doing, so that your almsgiving may be secret, and your Father who sees in secret will repay you. When you pray, do not be like the hypocrites who love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on the street corners, so that others may see them. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, Go to your inner room, close the door, and pray to your Father in secret, and your Father, who sees in secret, will repay you. When you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites. They neglect their appearances, so that they may appear to others to be fasting. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face so that you may not appear to be fasting, except to your Father who was hidden, and your Father who sees what is hidden will repay you. The Gospel of the Lord. Don't you just love Lent? It's probably one of my favorite seasons of Lent. And especially today, you know, today if you, ask, you talk to any priest, and they'll tell you Lent or Ash Wednesday is the most packed day. We began already with deacon, with the deacon serving the six o'clock morning service, place where we had a great crowd, and then mass at 12, and then 5 p.m. and 7, and we'll be standing room only this evening as well. But I love this particular crowd in the morning, because we're going to put massive crosses on your forehead today, by the way. None of the dinky little crosses and smudges. We're going to put a huge cross on that forehead so that when you go out what's going to happen is people are going to know you are Catholic what are you going to say when someone says why is there why is there a cross on your forehead oh you're you're a religious person are you great opportunity to share your faith what are you going to say if you're challenged, what are you going to say if someone says, oh, you're Catholic, you Virgin Mary worshiper? Can we defend the faith? Or rather, can we live the faith well in such a beautiful way that someone says, what is it about you, Catholics? Because remember, here at St. Mary's, we're called to be a saint-making factory here. Amen. We're called to have be the most holiest Catholics in the world here. And why do I speak so hyperbolically? Well, remember last Sunday's gospel, Jesus says to us, be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. Such a high bar the Lord sets for us. So we must strive for it. And oh, lens is that beautiful time. And part of this perfection, so that we may become the salt of the earth and the light of the world, that doesn't just happen by itself. And Lent is that beautiful season 
where we live the Christian faith intensely for the next 40 days. Beautifully, in the first reading, the prophet Joel says, Return to me with your whole heart. Why does he say that? Because he knows that there's something in the human heart which does not want God. We all know that. The most popular verse in all the sacred scripture to the ancient Jews was from the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 6. It is the most famous verse Orthodox Jews pray to this very day, every multiple times a day, with the first time when they wake up in the morning, in the middle of the day, and in the evening. Oh, they know this prayer well. They, they chant it in Hebrew. Shema Eschwayel Adonai, Hiloacheinu Adonai Chadad. Hear, O Israel, you shall love the Lord your God with all of our heart and all of our mind and all of our strength. And so now, what keeps you and me from loving God with all of our hearts? Jesus lays it out today in the gospel. He lays out three. We call it the pillars of Lent. These three areas of Lent we shall increase if we live Lent well. We increase our prayer, our almsgiving, and our fasting during Lent. You see, these three areas of our lives are the most common roadblocks we have against God. It parallels beautifully our Lord here with these three pillars of Lent to the gospel of, to the letter of John. 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 and 16. Those two parallel. I'll read John for you to give us an idea. It becomes even more clearly. This is 1 John. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father but is of the world. Lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. These three areas are the most common roadblocks we have ever since the fall that we see in Genesis. These are the three things that stop us from loving God with all of our heart and mind and strength. And so Jesus knows that about us, and he doesn't want us to live in slavery to these false claimants of our hearts. And so he's devised us a way, an antidote, to break us free from this jail of false love. First one, lust of the flesh. This is our, all of our addictions to physical desires. The antidote to that, fasting. Because when we fast, when we withhold the, the pleasures of, of eating or of other physical uh, withholdments, it, it, it causes our flesh to, to be painful. And so also to break our attachments to them. Lust of the eyes. This is greed. That ever pursuit of acquiring more and more and more. Which never ends, by the way. I, I, I guarantee you, if you win a billion dollars in the lottery, 
you'll still want more. <laughs> it will never end. It's an endless pit. And so Jesus knows that. And so what does our Lord give us during Lent? Almsgiving, meaning give more away of our wealth to a worthy cause. And the pride of life. Pride. People often ask, why did the devil fall? Remember, devil, the devil was God's highest angel. Why did, why, did, why did Lucifer fall? Lucifer was created good. He had everything. Why did he disobey? It's pride. And God knows that about us. And for Lent, he has given us the antidote. Prayer. Prayer is the submission, saying, Lord, I will get down on my knees, for you are my everything. Because in prayer, when we, when we pray well, what it does is it opens up the heart. And as we now bless the ashes, we will smudge that huge cross on your head. Ashes was the ancient biblical sign of repentance. Ashes is a reminder that one day we will all look like ashes (laughs) when all of this comes to an end. And it's the pointing of our hearts saying, all the world and its allurements will also look like ashes. For all of its beauty, it will not last forever. And so Lent is that beautiful time where we again turn our hearts back to what is authentically true and eternal. So as you, after this Holy Mass, you leave St. Mary's, you have an opportunity to share the Lord, radiate the love of Christ to all that you meet, and you wear your Catholic faith proudly in love.